Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name's Dalton, and with me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? I'm good, man. I've had two coffees and no food. Dude, I've had two coffees. It's not even 10 a.m. yet. <laughs> it's amazing. That's how it should be. That's what Saturday mornings are about, bro. Because That's how you know the PT Coffee Cast is ready to go. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat today. <laughs> but I want to comment, bro, on your on your sweater. It's dope. I mean, I know oh, thank it's an audio, you. an audio platform, but Will is repping the, this this Toronto Raptors sweater, and it is sick. Four man gets paid, baby. They <laughs> <laughs> well, used to get paid in Toronto, not anymore. True, but yeah. Shout out to shout out to my girlfriend Rose. Thank shout you out Rose. <laughs> also, I'm repping a nice shirt too. I got to give a shout out. Pulse Physio. Pulse Physiotherapy. Appreciate the shirt, guys. If you guys haven't listened to our episode with Connor Massimo, who's one of the owners of Pulse Physiotherapy, check it out. It was, uh, that was probably one of, one, of, uh, a, one of my favorite episodes, I would say. It's up there, for sure. Connor's a great guy, man. They're doing awesome things up in, in Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. Totally, man. Um, okay. Let's dive in. Actually, before we dive into the episode, let's do um, read our review. We got, a, we got a lengthy one here from, from one of our boys and fellow classmates, Alex Kravich. Shout out, Alex. He said, Dalton and Will are two of my classmates who have an immense passion for our profession. They're on the road to change the course of how physiotherapists operate. This guy's expecting a lot out of us. The podcast <laughs> is just one of the ways in which they're doing so, interviewing some of the most renowned clinicians all over the world and making it not only a learning experience for myself, but an enjoyable listen on commutes to work. I've learned a tremendous amount just from listening to their talks. I recommend checking them out for all physiotherapists, students, and anyone linked to the fitness and exercise world. Keep up the great work. He also hit us with that five-star review. Alex, man, appreciate that. Those are some kind words. I mean, I hope we're having some impact on physiotherapy I don't know if we're changing. I don't know if we're changing the course just yet. We haven't hit that big. Of a, <laughs> we haven't hit that big of a wave yet. But one day, maybe one day. Well, hey, I'll take a shout out from the beast himself. Yeah, and, thanks, I, and thanks, and, Alex. Yeah, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate everyone else who's reviewed our podcast. If you guys haven't done so, um, and you've gained some value from our podcast, please, uh, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review, um, drop us a comment like that. One, it, it helps us move up the charts in iTunes, which is important to reach more people. It also, I mean, it makes me smile, man. So that I want, I want to see some more, <laughs> some more words, even if it's not kind words, I'll probably smile still too. So. Drop us a review. We'd really appreciate it. <laughs> All right. You ready? I think so. All right. Let's drop. Let's get into it. Um, what are we talking about today? I'll let you, I'll let you kick it off, man. Well, I don't know if we have like, we have maybe a few things we want to talk about, but I think we just sort of realized like a big part of both of our lives is the, um, 
that strength and conditioning that we are both engaging in on a daily basis. And like that not only weaves in our like practice as physios, but it's just a big part of our life separately. Uh, and so we were hoping that we could kind of start talking a little bit more about just maybe what's going on through our minds in our own training. Uh, what's some things we've been kind of picking up on and thinking about uh, from that perspective. So if you, if you're into training and you're into lifting weights and moving uh, and getting stronger, then these are going to be some of the episodes uh, for you. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, like exercise and training has been something that I've been doing for a long time now. Like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not that long, but since I was like seriously started training probably towards like maybe grade 10 or 11 of high school, like, with with my two best friends um to try to get as jacked as possible for football um but it kind of started out there and it's it's funny to see the transformation of styles of training that I've gone through myself um my thoughts around training and then also just the change in the in the the fitness and training space over time, like the the coming up of CrossFit and high intensity interval training and, and that kind of becoming mainstream. It's, it's kind of interesting to see the shift. So I think it'll be kind of fun, fun to talk about. And I know you also have like had similar experiences and evolutions over the course of your, of your training life um, to kind of what you're doing now. So I'll, I'll kick it off with a question for you. Um, one, did you ever think that you would be powerlifting? And then two, maybe how did your training evolve over time? Because you, you also were a pretty high level baseball player. So I'm sure that's kind of shifted as you've gone through. So why don't you just touch on that a little bit? Sure. So first of all, I never thought I was going to be a powerlifter. <laughs> that's that's for sure. I I don't know. Like uh, I I didn't really know about it that much to be honest. Other than like maybe when you're younger, you see some guy bench pressing like 800 pounds, and you're like, <laughs> you know, obviously I'll stop and watch that. But yeah, I used to be uh, a varsity athlete, and um, obviously trained at that point, but. I think the biggest difference between then and now is the intent with the training, you know, cause the training that I do now for powerlifting is focused. My goal is the strength training. Whereas before I just kind of trained in the hopes that it would somehow transfer over to, uh, being a better hitter in baseball, uh, which I'm not sure it did. <laughs> 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 uh, I was still excessively mediocre with hitting, but, uh, you know, um, so that's the difference is like now the, the strength training is both my training and what I'm striving to improve. Uh, so I feel like that's the, the biggest kind of change that I've had maybe, uh, since I've started, uh, getting into powerlifting. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I can definitely see that's a that's a big shift. And I think does it make it more it's more aligned now as to the training, right? Like your training is very specific. Whereas I mean baseball obviously 
and I think this is maybe for most athletes is most athletes just want to play, bro. They don't really, they're, they're not may, maybe so into the, the training and like enjoy it as much as maybe like people who are just training without having sport. So I think once you align, like your, your, your training with like your purpose, that's just kind of like what you're doing with powerlifting. It might make it a little bit more enjoyable for you. Yeah. I think that having the goal of the powerlifting meet is good for me because it's gotten me motivated to work hard every day in the gym, you know, like before it was easy because I wanted to be a better baseball player. Right. And then once I, uh, kind of stopped playing baseball, it was like, what am I training for? And not that I don't care about my health and stuff like that, but I lost the motivation, uh, to, get to the gym every day and uh, work, you know, work hard mm-hmm. and uh, at a high intensity. Yeah, that kind of aligns with what I talked about a little bit on the espresso cast the other day is like trying to figure out that why behind what you're training for, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and that kind of helps, um, like you're saying, get into the gym, be motivated, be focused, know why you're there instead of kind of, wandering in there doing a couple bicep curls like I used to and then wandering out you know (laughs) yeah totally totally um yeah so for me I would say my my thing I'm not training for anything let's say specific right now so we're kind of on a different a different wave but I would say I've gone through quite a a journey in terms of like when I originally started training it was like just kind of for fun because you're in high school and then it was with regards to football and trying to be strong and powerful for that. And again, kind of training for a sport. And then once you finish, you're kind of like, well, I really enjoyed exercising. It's like, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? And then I kind of got into this transformation of just weight loss. Cause I was, I was actually like, believe it or not, like 260 pounds bro at one time. So I was like, I don't need to be 260 pounds just walking around here day to day. So I kind of went on this like weight loss, you know, journey. And it wasn't anything like crazy, right? Like I, I just ate better. Um, it was more nutrition based and I did a little bit more higher intensity conditioning workouts that kind of helped me transform. Um, which was like, which is powerful. And we can talk about that maybe a little bit later about, um, why exercise is so important to both of us, I think. But just to continue on with like my transition, I kind of went into CrossFit. I found like, like everyone, it's like, I found CrossFit. Um, and I was like, so I was introduced <laughs> to CrossFit. And so I started going to a CrossFit gym um, and loved it. Like I love the style of training. I love the community. I love that it was like new and different. Like every time you would go. Um, but that kind of led me again, I was still in like this competitive mindset. It kind of led me down like a road to like some injuries, which is, which is normal. Like that's, that's life. And then you kind of transition into another stage, which I would say where I'm, where I'm at now is like when I'm still trying to rehab like an old injury, not necessarily related to, to CrossFit, but something that just kind of keeps popping up. Um, but I'm more now training for all around just with like health, you know, like I want to be, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to move. I want to be strong. I want to be able to do 
any like physical challenge that I want to try to take on. So like if I wanted to try to do a powerlifting competition, then I'm going to, I'm, I'm in a decent enough spot to start to train for that. Right. Or I want to do an Olympic weightlifting competition. I'm in a decent enough spot to start to commit to that. Or I want to run a triathlon. I'm in a decent enough spot to start to commit that. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, and that's a big shift from where I was before where I, I just wanted to be like as strong as I could be. And I would just go in the gym and I would bench press and bench press and bench press. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, something I wanted to kind of like get your thoughts on, cause we have a bit of like a different type of training. Mm-hmm. Um, I just based off the circumstances of, you know, where I'm at, uh, I mostly work out on my own. Um, and that's kind of, I think that might change, but, uh, been mostly by myself and I don't mind that uh it's fine I I like it but I'm curious because you seem to thrive in like the environment that you're in at movement strength which is a great gym uh and like an awesome community so I'm wondering like if maybe you can touch on what you think is beneficial uh about um being in a community like movement strength for for your uh training goals yeah yeah. Shout out movement strength. But, um, that's a good question because I, I also, I'm, I'm kind of like you in a way, like I like to train alone at times. Like I, I think it's like, it's, it's a good time for me to just be with myself, train, do my thing. But I also really enjoy being in like the class and community environment. And I think what I've started to realize, and again, it, I feel like when you're always training with someone else, whether, you know, they're, they're better than you or they're same level. It pushes you. Right. So like, I think there's that idea of like having someone there to push you to be better is, is really good. And that whether you're training for like a competition or whether you're just training in everyday life to be healthy or lose weight. Um, so I think that's a good, a good thing to have, but I think for like the general population, at least of what I've seen at movement strength, cause we have a lot of new people come in that are maybe new to fitness or newer to let's just say like strength and conditioning type training. Um, Having that community is, is great because there's a lot of other people that are going through the same thing as, as they are in terms of new being new introducing they're on their, like their journey of, of health and fitness and to kind of go through that with other people and see them, you know, thrive or see them have the struggles that they have or, or, to be able to communicate and be like, Hey, I'm doing, I'm at this point in my journey and I'm really struggling here with like my diet and and getting on track with like this, how did you manage it? And then you have that advice or like, you you know, there's a lot of that going on. And I think what we do such a good job at movement strength is facilitating that. And when you have that community, it's super powerful, especially for people who are maybe newer to fitness and are starting to get into it, but it's also super powerful for people who have been training for a while. Um, and maybe they weren't in such a good environment and now they're in this environment where everyone's kind of on the same page. Everyone wants everyone to do better. There's some healthy competition. Like as humans, we're all seeking that I think in some way. And, and I think that's where it can become super, super beneficial for people. Yeah, totally. Even just like having people, have an outside perspective on your training is huge. Yeah. Like I remember um, when we were at prehab one-on-one Dr. Jacob Harden's course. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of like doing some squats uh, as part of the, um, as part of the course. 
and we were trying to attach a rating of perceived exertion to it. And I did a couple squats and I felt like they were super hard. Uh, and then Monica Harden actually was like, yo, that's like not even close to your max. And I just didn't realize because I wasn't getting that feedback, you know, I'm not necessarily videoing myself every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that actually flipped, uh, that was huge for me as like a barrier to realize like, I could be pushing a weight a lot higher. Uh, and I made a big jump at that point in time. So it's cool. Like having people around you that can, can kind of maybe realize you, you probably could push yourself a little bit harder. For sure. And that's a, and that's the cool thing as a coach that I get to see at the gym is like, we, we do a lot of the stuff where we bring people in on like a, a six week type challenge. Right. And then they kind of transition into, to, to memberships. And like, it's a, it's amazing, man, to see the, the transformation, not only in like, let's just say weight loss, but like movement quality and like ability to start to do some of these things. Like you, you start with someone on day one that's never hip hinged in their life and you start to teach them how to hip hinge. And then like two, three months later, their hinge, it, it, like watching them pick up a, a bar from the ground, like just a deadlift, whether it be a kettlebell, whether it be um, a trap bar, whether it be a, a normal deadlift, you're just like, it's, it's awesome to see that, that, you know, that, that transformation. And like when you, when people start to realize it and like, as a coach, I really try to like make people recognize like, you know, how, how far they've, they've come from like the start to where they are now. Like when people start to recognize that they're like, Oh shit. Like, that's, that's great. Like, you know, I, I was barely able to do a hip hinge with like, let's say a PVC pipe or just without anything. And now here I am like hip hinging and picking up weight, you know, or, or doing a swing and like, it's super powerful for people to do that, you know, to see that and like to reinforce it. So it's like a great, another point on top of like having that great feedback from people. Yeah. Or else you might not really know, you know? No. You might just be like no. me and just not wondering, <laughs> wondering if, if you're, if you're ever getting better. <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask, uh, you, uh, oh. uh, <laughs> go, go ahead. Ask me what? Uh, yeah. Cause we, we had been talking about kind of like some things that you've been working on, um, which I think is interesting because you've always been on the spectrum of like, shall I say, stiffer mans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So, okay, don't, don't like, don't crush me too much here. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would say like, I'm not the, the most nimble guy in the world, but like, my mobility is oh, not, man. my mobility isn't that bad, but. On a scale of like Gumby to like uh, Tin Man from Wizard of Oz, you're probably, you know more towards that side of the spectrum <laughs> towards, towards towards gumby right yeah sure <laughs> no yeah we can talk about that and that's kind of what I, that i want to transition there next to is um so to your point like mobility is something i would say again like i was never horrible at but it was never something that i would say that was great and i i think i got comfortable with where I was at with my mobility in the sense, like I was doing everything that I wanted to do. Like I could squat, I could deadlift, I could, I could do all the workouts. Um, but, and I kind of, 
I've always, I was always known that I wasn't, let's just say as quote unquote mobile as other, other people. And I, and I knew that it could probably help me potentially be in better positions maybe, or be stronger or just have better freedom of movement for life if I was a little more mobile, but I kind of got this fixed mindset around like, ah, you know what? I'm good. Like I'm doing everything that I want to do. Um, I don't, why do I need to be more mobile? Um, and then, you know, I had, I've had a, a hip injury that I've been dealing with, you know, for, for a while. Um, it's been on and off, you know, good times, bad times, whatnot. Um, and I've taken, taken different approaches to it. And I kind of sat down with myself and I was like, you know what, let's just try, let's just try this, this program. Um, I have like a, a really good friend and I would call him somewhat of a mentor. Um, Will Hogendorn, he's a coach at Movement Strength and he's, he's very big into mobility and human movement and progressive overload, loaded stretching. Um, and so he, he made a program for me and I was like, you know what, let's commit to this. Let's, let's, let's ride it out and let's see what can happen with it. Like, what do I, one, what do I have to lose? You know, see if it helps my hip on top of like the strength training that I'm doing in re guess you can call it rehab. I wouldn't call it rehab. I would just call it training, um, that, that I'm doing currently. And I've seen, I've seen really great benefits from it. Um, I feel, I feel better. My hip, my hip feels better. I've been going at the program now for going into my sec. I'm halfway through my second block of the program. Um, and it's intense, man. Like it's no joke. Like I'm doing four sessions a week. <laughs> Takes me about an hour to get through the sessions and it's not, it's not your mobility like let's just static stretch or let's roll on a foam roller like it's and it's also opened my eyes as a as a rehab professional to like this idea of strength through movement or like like gaining control of end range movement and and being in positions that are challenging and working through them is is, is important and that for stretching you also need to progressively overload yourself to get better um, and not just rolling on a foam roller or not just doing one static stretch at the end of a session is going to make you better. And so I've been committed to that. And again, like I said, I've seen some good benefits and now I'm at that point where I'm like, all right, I'm excited to continue on with it to see where I could go with it. Because the cool part is you like any type of training and I'm sure you can attest to this, you start to see improvements both objectively and subjectively. So I'm feeling better, but objectively, like I'm, I'm progressing and getting farther in my stretches. I'm able to load more into the stretches that I'm doing. Um, and I'm, and it's, it's cool to see that progress. So that that's kind of where my training, the bulk of my training is at right now, because it takes me so damn long to get through the session. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. It's interesting. Um, do you, do you think a lot of, the benefits that you get from that are just the idea that you're putting the attention there, you know, and you're putting your body into these like difficult positions to be in and it's very focused. Uh, you're really feeling and connecting with your body in a way that maybe you haven't. Um, hundred percent. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree that. And the thing is, man, is like this I call it's called stretching, but bro, it is not stretching. Like I, I am working hard, man. Like you're, you're, you're loading the, the hip. Like something that I really struggle, struggle with is like end range flexion and external rotation is something that gives me a lot of discomfort. And so like 
we've been gradually working into that, that range of motion by doing like different, and maybe I'll post like some of the exercises that I'm doing to like give people an idea, but like we're doing exercises like an active pigeon. Um, we're doing mm. like, um, like a, the classic, like kind of like a shin box. Will, Will calls it a different name, but like a shin box where you're kind of coming up and you're controlling down. And like, we've been progressively like loading, like how much through range I go, like how much load I have through, through my, my body. We're doing like a diagonal stretch, which is like the worst. I hate it, but like, I'm starting to get much better at it. So like these stretches are challenging. It is like training. Like I'm sore. Like I, I am sore, which is another thing that I realized is like, just like anything, it's all about dosing. And like, you have to dose this stuff, dose this stuff appropriately as well. Um, so it's, it's been a cool learning experience for me. Um, one of the big things though, I would say, and this goes, this goes for any training, this goes for, for really anything is like, if you want to see progress, and this is where I struggled before is like, if you want to see progress, you have to commit to it and you have to follow through with the program over a long period of time. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to stretch. I'm going to do this program for one week, one time a week. No, you, you gotta, if you want to change, you got to commit to it. You got to do the, the four sessions a week. And, and I'm going into my second, my third week of my second six week block. So going on total of 12 weeks, like, and we're going to keep going. Like it's a long period of time that you have to commit to something. And I started to reinforce that whole idea of like things take time. It's going to be hard and you have to commit to it. And one of the cool quotes that will told me, not you, you tell cool quotes, but the other one, <laughs> um, he said, you have to commit to the program even when it's not fruitful. And like, I've really learned that on this, 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 training that I've been going through because to be quite honest with you <laughs> and and will I love you but like I don't enjoy it that much like I'm going through it and I'm just like man this sucks like I would so much rather be like deadlifting and squatting right now and like doing something else but it's been good it's been challenging and it's helped me and so I'm like you know what today I don't really want to do this at all like I don't want to do it but I know that I need to do it if I want to get to the end goal um, which will actually help me be able to do maybe deadlifting and squatting and all that other stuff that I want more consistently. Yeah. I think that's actually a really insightful quote because I think that there's really something to just committing to something you're not totally into or that's hard mm -hmm. and overcoming it, you mm -hmm. know, like those days you don't feel like going in and training and you do, those days end up being the best ones. You feel great and you feel good about yourself that mm -hmm. you've gone in and you've overcome uh, mm -hmm. something that day. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like that's, that's huge. You know, it's, it's gotta be hard. It's gotta be consistent. That's like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you, if you live by that motto, you can't really go wrong no matter what uh, training you are engaging with. Yeah. And even if you go in and, and, and you don't want to do it and, and you do it and it sucks and you still don't feel good. At least you did it. Right. And yeah. I think that whole thing, again, staying committed to it, even though you don't want to do it is something that is good for us man, as humans yeah. bro. And it's the same thing with, we can translate it into physio. It's like, you know, 
you're going to come to physio and you're going to be working and you're going to be doing this program. And there's going to be days where you're not going to be better. It's going to suck. You're not going to want to do it, but you need to come and do it and, and get through it and try to figure out how we can go forward and make this better. So like, I think it's a great overall just thought process for, for everything. Um, the one thing that makes it easier to commit to that program is when you actually have that program aligned. And that's something I've started to realize too. And I've always known this, but like, it's easy, it's easy to just be like, okay, I'm just going to go in and do this. But if you have like a plan, a program set out that, you know, okay, like I'm going to go into the gym, I'm going to squat five by five at 600 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to do Then I'm going to walk out. Then you, you know what to expect. Right. Whereas if you don't, then it's easy for you to be like, ah, I'm good, bro. I'm just going to do a couple bicep curls. We'll squat tomorrow. Right. Totally. I'm, I'm right with you. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit. What, what has, what has like committing to powerlifting or just exercise in general training in general done for you and like as a person in your life, like, it's made me stronger, Dalton. <laughs> That's all that matters, bro. You can't go. You can't go wrong with getting strong. Or can you? <laughs> well, let's not go there. Uh, yeah, uh, training's done a lot for me, especially like powerlifting. Um, it's it's given me a lot of purpose, you know, like uh, just with with my weeks and uh, you know, I I still feel like when you have those uh down weeks it's nice to get to the gym and accomplish something you know and push yourself uh and and i think you you become a more resilient human as a result and it extends beyond the gym so that's where like i've really realized uh you know how hard i can push myself you know uh and then I can, uh, kind of, you know, I can kind of achieve, uh, what I want to, if I put my mind to it, you know? So I think that's what I've gotten from power the thing, man. And it's just like, it's just been a way to really, uh, meet different people and, and to invest myself in a situation where I'm going to be learning more about training. Uh, and it's motivated me to, to try to learn the most that I can, um, in, in those areas, you know, so that's benefited me from not only my own training, but also with helping other people with their training and from, uh, a standpoint of my physiotherapy professional career, you know, um, recognizing the value of those sorts of ideas and principles within my practice. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's, that's great. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about what I, what I want to say. Cause like, I want to leave it there. Like that was, that was dope. <laughs> but of course my big mouth, I'm going to obviously say something. <laughs> you just can't help yourself, Dalton. <laughs> I'm on my second cup of coffee, bro. Come on. Give me a break. Um, no, I, I agree a hundred percent with that parallel to life. Like that's the one thing that I think training over time has taught me and kind of going through like a weight loss journey that I've gone through is like the work in the gym, it doesn't, it doesn't lie, right? The work that you put in is what you're going to get out of it. 
And when you start to realize that like you can, you can put the work in, you can start from one place and get to a place that you never thought you could get to by being consistent over time and not, and not giving up and going through waves. It's never linear. You're always going through waves of like feeling really good to feeling really shitty, to feeling really good, to feeling really shitty. But eventually if you stay consistent, you're going to, you're going to reach, you're going to get to that spot. Like you really, you really will. And even if it takes a long time or even if your trajectory changes, you're still getting benefits from being consistent and you're learning and you're gaining skills and hopefully physically you're starting to change. And I think that's the most powerful thing for me. And I've got to experience that. And now watching and being able to help other people experience it is awesome because watching someone go from, let's just say not at an ideal weight that they want to be at, not feeling good about themselves, not feeling um, happy at, at times to like, a transformation to where like they feel empowered to, to do, do things they've never done before. They feel way better. They're having better relationships with their family. They're stronger. They're more confident in everyday life is like, it's, it's amazing. And it's as simple as committing to like an exercise and a nutrition plan, man, it's, 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 it's amazing to watch. Um, and I really, that's why I think me and you are so passionate about it is like, we've kind of both been through it in our own ways and to see how it's changed our lives to then have other people change their lives by learning from us and committing to those things. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's really, it's awesome. And at times when this profession becomes challenging and you get frustrated and you get down, it's, it's humbling and it's rewarding. And it, it reminds me of why we're doing what we're doing when you see things, or even when we have a conversation about this kind of stuff. So, yeah which I'm looking forward to having more of these kind of conversations about, uh, you know, just branching from physio a little bit and talking yeah. a little bit more about training. I think there's going to be some cool podcasts. We're going to be able to do more from that lens, uh, for the people that are listening in, they stuck around to the end of the podcast. <laughs> Respect. Uh, you, you get to get in on this little secret. Uh, I've been training my mom for the last uh, three months uh, and going on. So I think we're going to try to get her on the podcast. Even if we have to secretly record her without her knowing. Even if we have to secretly record her. Against her consent. (laughs) Against her consent. (laughs) And, uh, And so we'll shed some light, hopefully, on like what that experience has been like. Uh, and for her too, to hear from her perspective, how it's changed her mindset, uh, in the gym and, uh, in, in with her life. So, uh, I'm really pumped to do that at some point. Uh, and I think there's going to be some other awesome kind of opportunities for us to, to get in some cool topics. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. Mama Nicholson, just deadlift PRs, bro. Unreal. <laughs> oh man all right let's wrap it up there before i say something else too crazy <laughs> i had before fun with you this. get your third copy yeah i had fun with this one though man this was good i'm excited to uh to get this one out um guys thanks as always for for tuning in listening supporting us like we we really do appreciate it this podcast is so fun for us we love it um we want to continue to build the community around it we want to hear from you guys so if you want to reach out to us Hit us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at the MVM TPTs. Instagram's probably your best bet to reach us. We're there most often. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us um, themovementpts at gmail.com. 
If you like this episode or any one of our other episodes, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review. We want to read your review on the episode. Um, We want to continue to spread the word about how you guys enjoy this podcast so other people can hop on the train. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. And lastly, if you want a bag of that good coffee, head over to our Instagram, click the link in our bio. Um, takes you to our website. You can get a fresh bag of the original blend. It's delicious. It's crushable. Oh, I just love it so much. You guys should try a bag. And uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm done, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm too high on caffeine right now. <laughs> stay strong. Stay caffeinated, people. All right. We love you guys. Peace.